0: All right. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Michael Jelly, who's a co-founder of Effie. Welcome to the show. How's it going?
1: Hello. Nice to, nice to be here.
0: Yeah, excited to have you on. I know we've chatted multiple times now, and I'm so excited about what you're working on. So it's time to make it official and have you come onto the pod. For people that haven't heard of Effie, what are you working on? What is Effie?
1: Sure, Uh, we help people to uh, understand and control the personal data that Facebook, Google, TikTok, Twitter uh, are collecting about them every day. Uh, So you download your data from these companies and you analyze it with Effie. And then we help you to control it by sort of deleting it from their services. Uh, And we're pretty close to releasing our first use case where you can use the data to actually improve your own life.
0: So, this is relevant to me i'm someone that like you know probably for you're building for so many people and for me like i did this data game is kind of hard mentally right so walk me through how this works if i wanted to use effie how would i use it what can i do with it kind of walk me through the product
1: sure so the first thing to do would be to sort of uh to, do you edit this like yeah um <laughs> So, so basically you would go get into your, oh,
0: no, 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 no. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so how does this work? Effie, this is, this product is very timely. It sounds very powerful. Walk me through how this works.
1: Sure. So you need to go down to Facebook and download your data uh, from them then you'll get like this uh, massive data set of JSON files, which are super difficult for a normal person to read and way too big. So what we do is we analyze those files for you. So once you download it from Facebook, it, uh, and I guess we extract from that data, the most interesting, actionable stuff uh, for you to understand uh, what they know about you, uh, how they track you online, sort of how they profile you, uh, target you, and then uh, sort of for each, each thing that we show you, we explain to you how they use that data, what they uh, do to collect it and how you can actually stop them collecting it and delete that data. Uh, so making it really sort of really easy uh, to understand and control the data rather than having to read through like a long privacy policy and email them.
0: Yeah, this is great. O- obviously I think everyone listening knows how good of timing this is. My question for you is like, why'd you get started with this? What's the origin story for, for Effie?
1: Yeah, I mean, so back in about 2016, I was reasonably, I was pretty addicted to Facebook because there was loads of politics happening and I was kind of getting, uh, I was was being taken further and further left by Facebook uh, in all the the articles they were showing me and all this kind of stuff. So um, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still a bit of a massive lefty, but uh, less so than I was when I was totally a subject of their feed. Um, And I really felt that actually looking back once I'd stopped using Facebook as much, that I had actually been manipulated and and, and moved away from my my previous uh, positions by by a feed which I I sort of, when I sat down to think about it, was trying to polarize me to maximize engagement and growth for Facebook. Um, And then we had Cambridge Analytica happen and I saw that it had actually happened on a mass scale to loads of people left and right, not just me. And I thought that there was this huge disconnect in how people's data is getting used and how they actually would want it to be used and what's actually good for them uh, like in terms of like how the data could be used. So it I, I noticed that it really affected my life uh, and I've been posting loads on Facebook about, you know, the, the sort of left-wing in, in the UK. Um, and and I, I thought that basically if it carries on going this way where the people who control how our data is used are uh, companies which are really serving advertisers and not us, then we're not going to actually end up with like amazing AI and uh, data-driven services, which are focused on making the individuals' lives better, and they'll again just be focused on maximizing engagement and advertiser spend.
0: So, there's a lot you can do here. This is this is top of mind for so many people. How do you think about it? what to like spend your time on. There, there, there's a million things you could do when you'd be going in the right direction, right? So how do you pick your direction and, and not lose focus?
1: It does feel like there's a huge, huge green field here uh, in terms of there, there, there's, there are currently zero data use cases for anybody to use that data outside of these uh, platforms. Uh, And really the only tools that we could find were like tools built by hobbyists for hobbyists, which you would have to actually run on your own machine and that sort of thing to actually understand the data. So the way that we decided to prioritize things was kind of looking at the user's journey from being uh, like I was back in 2016, not that informed kind of feeling like that people are listening to us when they aren't really listening um, to to taking them through that journey of really understanding uh, what companies know about them and how they use it and then the next step is to help them control that data but we didn't think it was really worth it or 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 viable for somebody to really control their data without understanding it so the way we prioritized things was right we're going to help people understand it if this is all we do we will have done something great for the world uh to, to put this product out there um so we built this dashboard where it will take in the data and uh extract all of the relevant things that you need, you need to know if you're going to keep using Facebook or if you want to control the data. And then control, the next step, sort of help people delete the data. It was the question everybody was asking us whenever they saw all of these crazy uh, insights, a number of companies tracking them, etc. cetera. Um, and then uh, sort of our next step, uh, we want to help people use uh, their, their Facebook data in a way which sort of actually works for them. Um, so we're trying to kind of use it to replace the infinite feed of, uh, content, which Facebook decides what you should see, uh, to try and maximize your engagement with like a really thoughtful and self-directed, um, feed of, uh, not actually a feed. So, uh, almost like a bookmarks manager, but it, it sort of uses your data to do that stuff. So we're trying to make a sort of uh, a, a cross cutting platform, which helps you understand data, helps you control it and then helps you use it. And then really it's about uh, expanding that to cover all the major data sources so that people, whichever, whichever apps they use, they can actually understand and control that data.
0: For you, are you like anti-companies using data as their business model or is it more so like you just want there to be transparency? You can kind of, What's your stance on the data business model and, and what that will look like for the next decade or two?
1: For me the thing which it's all about is is this company actually aligned in terms of its incentives with the individual whose data its data gets collected um one of the things which we've been saying internally is that it's going to seem crazy in 10 years time that we allow software to learn everything about us which has incentives that are misaligned with us so facebook's incentives are not to serve us the the most life-affirming, self-actualizing content possible. It's really just to keep us engaged in the app, to keep us sharing with our friends and to see more ads. So we're not against data being used. Data is an incredibly powerful tool, a massive force for good, like loads of people are doing amazing things with data. But as an individual interacting with all of these enormous tech companies, Um, you're uh, I think in the social dilemma somebody said you're on one side of the screen and on the other side there's the best AI models in the world the best software engineers all trying to essentially manipulate you into spending more time in the app and clicking ads Um, so for us the key principle is is this company and the products it builds and which use your data is this company aligned with the individual in terms of what it tries to help that individual to do or make them do
0: And if you were to look out 10 years, I mean, who even knows what things will look like in two years, but let's just dream for a second, 10 years, 15 years, what does this company look like then? Or I guess, in other words, what's the big vision here and what direction are you rowing in?
1: Yeah, we we call it the personal data operating system. So basically you would have two-way control of your data between just sort of where you're storing your data, whether that's with us or with someone else and any other app which uses that data. Uh, Then you... which means that you you both understand what's happening. And so we want to be that layer which helps you understand it and you can control it. So you can actually revoke access on a really granular and fluid level uh, really easily. Then what that also means is you can actually take data out of one company, put it into another company. And so you might start seeing sort of more data portability just coming naturally so that people can, whatever service they wanna use, use that service pretty freely. And then the final thing, which I think is actually one of the most powerful consequences is that if users can decide what they want to use the data for and you reduce all of this friction in taking the data out of a company um that we, we might see like a marketplace of, of data-driven services maybe an, an app store for ai where people can connect to their data to a sort of very narrow ai service which provides them with loads of value and they can see exactly what they're sending over and exactly what they're getting back and and like it will turn data from being sort of a tool, which is only really used for companies to maximize their own goals uh, and really fulfill the promise of the quantified self and like the data being used to like make your life better, which is the key sort of principle that we're founded with.
0: And to make that happen, you'll need some help. It takes a village to make a startup work. So my question for you is how can the forward thinking founders community help? Um, You know, is there a focus that you have that that you'd like some some assistance on from, from the listeners?
1: Uh, I think one of the one of the main ways that people could help would be to sort of get in touch with us and uh, and 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 use. We've we've had a lot of people use Ethy, but the sort of most valuable thing is when people provide that, that incredibly in depth feedback and they uh, they sort of you know like take take you through from their expertise point whatever that is like all of the things which they think that that could be improved. So. So that, that's probably the main thing. Um, and then in, in, in a few months time, we'll, we'll be raising some money. Uh, so, you know, if, if, you're, if you're interested in the idea and if you're interested in uh, Effie, um we got to number two of the week on Product Hunt back at the end of December. Get in touch and, uh, and say hi. And, and you know, we, 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 as this sort of ethical company, Effie is actually short for ethical, uh, honestly, but, um, you know, we really want to make sure we work with investors who share our values and share our vision and and want this world where individuals are the locus of control of their data to, to come into being. So uh, if that sounds like you then feel free to get in touch as well. It's super interesting to hear.
0: And then if someone's listening to this and they, they do want to get in touch, how can they do that? What's your website? Do you have, you know, social media? Do you have an email? How, how yeah. can people get in touch? Uh,
1: so the website's ethi.me. Uh, so we're on Twitter at Get effie and also I'm on Twitter at Michael Jelly. And then if you want to email me, it's just Mike at dot me. Uh, That's simple.
0: All right. Well, thanks for coming onto the podcast. I really appreciate it.
1: Thanks, Matt. It's been an absolute pleasure. It's always fun chatting. Uh, it's fun to have it recorded for once.
0: Absolutely.